You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by. Uh, by President, stop moving that, 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 that uh, you know, uh, call. Well, that's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go end it. Joe Brandon, I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us here. Nancy freaking Pelosi. My goodness, does she step in it. And yes, Biden's zero inflation. Zero. That's the number I want to give you. Zero. No better to talk about this than James Carafano from the Heritage Foundation. Great to have you back on the show, James. It is always awesome to be on with you. I mean, I th- this is really cool. I, I just feel like I'm, you're a buddy and we're just talking. And if the other people are listening, that's their problem. Yeah, that's right. We have great conversations, and it has been way too long since we had you on the show, James. So it's great to have you back, man. No, it's it's a real, it's a great show. So uh, you, you said Pelosi, inflation, and Biden, which are like all trigger warnings for me. But yeah, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> that's, that's right, forever for everyone. Oh my goodness, the hits just keep on coming. I want everybody to check out the Daily Signal, James Carafano's new art, article, uh, Pelosi's Taiwan Trip, an Opportunity Lost. Uh, with this regime, James, how do you not write 17 articles a day? <laughs> yeah, look, look, this one, no, I mean, I know we joke, which is one of the reasons why I really love your show. You have a great, you know, sense of humor and you really, you know, you make things real. Um, and sometimes it's just better to laugh in the face of adversity, but, but there's some real red flags here. And, and to me, what happened on this trip to Taiwan is, is the reddest of the red flags, which is, look, I think everybody agrees, except maybe John Kerry, that the number one problem that we face in the world is China. China is the global threat. It's, a, it, it's not just a threat in Asia. They're all over the world. They're in our own communities here in the United States. It is the number the number one problem the United States faces, almost even everything from border to immigration to uh, inflation, the economy, in some ways they all link back to, to China in one way or another. Okay, we all agree on that. The most sensitive, complex, difficult issue to deal with is Taiwan. Okay, so here we are on the most important, not just foreign policy, maybe the most important issue that America faces in the world, on the most sensitive topic with that. And you would think everything that the US government does would be a deliberate, proactive, thought out move, like a master chess player, you know, working towards checkmate. Um, boy, that's not what we got. No, we got, no. no, I mean, literally they just kind of were winging it, make it up as they go along. They didn't want her to go. It's okay, you can go, you know, there's going to be a war. There's not going to be a war. We can't explain the one China policy. We tweet afterwards. It's, I mean, they were all over the place. It was almost like it was a distraction. Like, you know, like they were they were watching America's Got Talent and they couldn't be bothered to kind of, you know, like do foreign policy. Um, to me, that is just really disturbing that our administration can't be focused and deliberate on the, 
the thing that's most important to us. It's, I, I just see this as a real, real problem. And, and what it reminds is that stuff like Afghanistan, that embarrassing withdrawal, you know, being unable to deter the war against Ukraine and then really kind of mismanaging our support afterwards, that these are not one-off mistakes by this administration. This is a combination of deliberate inattention and, and, and really a lack of quality leadership and statecraft you, like almost giving the word, you know, like amateur hour looks like, you know, the Super Bowl compared to, you know, what these guys are doing. Yeah, you're exactly right. Amateur uh, amateur hour is an understatement. They bungle they everything. They amateurs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I got clips for you. All right. To back up what James is saying, everybody, I got clips from the, you know, proverbial horse's mouth. Here we go. Nancy Pelosi first. James, talking about her son, who's been tied up in overseas billing business dealings. And then, of course, the one China policy. Check this out. Reports that your son was on this trip with you. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. His role was to be my escort. Um, usually, uh, we we invited spouses. Not all could come, but I had him come, and I was very proud that he was there. And I'm thrilled. Yeah, James, real quick. Not sure why Paul Pelosi couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when your husband's under, you know, under uh, um, going to be tried for criminal felony charge, it is a bit inconvenient, uh, not to mention all the allegations about insider stock trading. But look, I mean, this is just complete hubris. I mean, to bring your after the Hunter Biden thing, right, with the president of the United States essentially flying his son around the world in Air Force Two um, to make business deals with America's enemies. To bring an adult son who has, you know, business relationships on a trip, on an official CODEL, and he's not your spouse, and that somehow she needs an escort. This is just nonsensical. Um, It it just sends all the right, all the wrong signals. And it's it's completely inappropriate and toned up. And a distraction. If she wants to go and and seem like a global leader and and she's strong for the country, they've then going and, and implicitly suggesting that your son's doing business dealings on the side, I mean, that just undercuts her entire entire message. Well, listen to how she blows it off. Well, then it was nice for me. Did he have any business dealings? No, he did not. Of course he did not. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a strong a little bit. democracy, yeah. courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. I'll get you, my pretty hey. little dog, too. <laughs> who put that in there? Production. Who put you know, that I, in there? I, 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 <laughs> I, I love this show. I do think, to be fair, that when she said, you know, she was talking about Taiwan. Yeah, she know, meant Taiwan. I'll clarify yeah, it for her we, with we, you. We yes. yes. But look, here's the deal. I mean, the, first of all, the dirty little secret is nobody cares about the one China policy. The Chinese don't care about it. No. I, I mean, it, it, um, look, it's. The, the Chinese want to take over Taiwan. They don't really care what we call it and say it and everything else. The, the Taiwanese don't want to get taken over. They don't really. And, and it's not in our interest 
to have China conquer Taiwan. And, and this is something we don't really kind of talk about enough, but it's not about democracy and then we buy chips. And Taiwan is the key island in what's called the first island chain. If, the, if China can, communist China controls everything from Taiwan to the South China Seas, essentially they control the key sea and air lanes that, that, that really transit Asia. And they would lock the United States out of Asia as an Asian power. That would be a strategic defeat, maybe, maybe not on the order of the Japanese bombing Pearl Harbor in World War II, but pretty, pretty dang close. And the other thing is, is and, and nobody really talks about this, like, like the U.S., the Chinese have nuclear armed submarines. That's a nuclear deterrent. Ours are, are virtually invulnerable because they are literally silent. And when they are, and they can be under the, their nuclear power, they can be under the sea forever. Nobody can find them and kill them. The yeah, Chinese you- have diesel-powered submarines. They don't go near as far. They can't stay out as long. And they're much more noisy. But here's the deal. If the, if the Chinese control those waters, which are right. hundreds of miles wide, their submarines can sneak out of port and they are literally invulnerable to our anti-submarines because we can't get there. And therefore, they have an invulnerable nuclear deterrent against the United States, which is, I think, destabilizing. So we're never going to let the, the Chinese take Taiwan. That's just the reality of it. And all this is kind of kabuki dance. Look, here's there are two problems with their visit. One we already talked about, which is an administration which looked feckless and stupid and kind of Keystone Cops-like in the whole thing and just wanted it to kind of go away. And it really shows they're not re- – look – they are not really serious about dealing with China. That is the lesson that we learned from the Taiwan incident. The Biden administration is not serious. Biden looks at China. It's like inviting Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger to a slumber party. I mean, he just doesn't take the China threat seriously. But Pelosi, you know, good for you for going. But, dude, how long have you been speaker? And you were speaker before. You had years to make a statement and go to Taiwan. And it's perfectly legit for any American official, any congressional official to go to Taiwan. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If the Chinese don't like it, they can go pound sand. But, you know, we made it a big deal by not being more aggressive and just defending our own rights to do a diplomacy and go where Americans can go. The Chinese are just taking advantage of us and blowing this up because we look stupid. Yeah, like you said in the article, this U.S policy making uh amateur hour make uh, you said the freedom and security of taiwan is deadly serious business it just serves far more than a messy news cycle that left u.s policy making amateur hour look like the super bowl exactly right and the highlight and the the key point is basically this if like you say in the article and we're going to post this on the buffshow.com if communist china controls taiwan the u.s would be denied access to one of the most important lanes of air sea travel commerce and communication in the indo-pacific china's nuclear armed submarines would have a sanctuary making them immune to the u.s navy this would be a catastrophic blow to the u.s and u.s as asian and a world power and you mentioned this earlier when you talked about the gas-powered, you know, subs and things like that, but it's a communications move that China's looking at, and a uh, access move that they're looking at. So that's the important takeaway, and the distractions that Pelosi brought with her was more provoking than needed to be. Well, th- this this is really interesting, and, and and people haven't really talked about this, but I do think it's really important. So, you know, when 
when COVID broke out and people started to hold China responsible, the Chinese never really seen that before. You know, people kind of taking them bluntly head on. And their response was actually become quite aggressive. This term wolf, wolf warrior diplomacy, it's a reference to these really popular Chinese films where this Chinese secret agent goes around the world, like, you know, like James Bond killing Americans. And the Chinese became very aggressive, but COVID, they really got a black eye in COVID. And then they really, really got a black eye when Russia attacked the Ukraine, the Chinese essentially siding with the Russians just alienated everybody. And so the Chinese kind of were put back on their feet a little. And so what's really interesting is now they've kind of jumped in and gotten super aggressive uh, and using this Taiwan thing really to, to, to be in your face with the Biden administration. And there's only one reason for that. So they just perceive Biden as being weak and feckless. And, and you know, Biden's, you know, his foreign policy towards China started to look like, you know, a hot tub time machine. They just go back in time, the Obama era, where it's like, oh, we got to find ways to cooperate. And the Chinese are just misunderstood. And, you know, we got, and they're trying to make, we almost make excuses for the Chinese. And even now with the whole Taiwan incident, it's like, they just want to sweep it under the rug and forget about it. But, and, and the, the Chinese, you know, just like Jaws, you know, they, they smell the blood in the water and, you know, they're coming after us. And dude, we don't have a bigger boat. No, we don't. <laughs> We're like Jaws. We need a bigger boat. But yeah, no, we don't. Final thoughts to you, James. Last thought to you. Where do we go from here? Um, this weak administration has no plans for China. You know yeah, that. No, I, I look, I don't see signs of it getting better. I just think this president's incapable of delivering that. Um and I, you know, we have a lot, and these things are all connected, right? So I know some people like let's not do stress overseas. We got to focus on inflation, the border, all these things are connected and China's taking advantage of all of them. And, and so we, as an American people really need to, to, you know, get our heads back in the game. Um, serious about growing the economy, serious about securing the water, the, the border, serious about pushing back on China and really making clear, not just at the national level, the state and local level, you know, playtime's over, you know, America's got to be serious about America's business. And we don't have time for all this kind of woke, crazy stuff, which is not just a distraction. It's it's transforming America into a weaker, more vulnerable country. And it's diminishing not just the cause of freedom here, but everywhere. And, and it's just time to wake up. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to hold China accountable for the fentanyl. I mean, they've killed more Americans with the fentanyl than yeah. a war you could ever. You have, you have two seconds on this? Yeah, yeah. I don't think people realize this. The the cartels buy the precursors for the chemicals from China. It's all a criminal activity, but you you absolutely know the Chinese government knows all about this. But but what they do is is, is, um, there are fish that are incredibly popular in China and they're very rare and endangered and, and the Chinese will pay anything for them. So the cartels literally go and grab fishermen and make them go out and do illegal fishing. And then they just trade the fish, which they're virtually getting for nothing, to the Chinese cartels for this, for the for the, for the the precursors for the fentanyl. So, so they're running a, a, a multi-trillion dollar business by, by trading for fish. The Chinese are making tons of money off of this. And then 
and then they're leveraging an open borders thing and the billions of dollars that we are spending in creating the world's largest human trafficking network on the border to, to make more money. They, it literally, we are paying for, you know, the line in, in Ghostbusters, like name your destroyer, right? With Gozer, the whatever. Yeah. The state put marshmallow. Literally yeah. Biden is making the American taxpayers pay to destroy America. It's, it's, uh, if it were a movie, it would be nobody would believe it. There's a lot of things with the invisible handshakes. I mean, everything. Taking Hunter up in Air Force One as a slap in the face after the raid. I mean, there. This I whole thing is a production. I did not have a problem with taking Hunter on Air Force One. I have a problem with bringing him back. <laughs> James Carafano, everybody, check him out on the Heritage Foundation and the Daily Signal. Thanks, as always, great information. Nobody knew about the fish thing. Great information. We'll be back on the Map Buff Show. You stay with us. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour drafts every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines, $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events tonight. It's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Friday's live music and happy hour, then brunch with $10 champagne over the weekend. Mention the Buff Show, get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Turning Point USA, Rebecca Rick, representative with us. Yes, and we're so excited. It's really exciting to be here, especially because there's so many students, and so our next guest is really going to tell us about our students that we have here. So why don't you introduce yourself to us? Uh, so, is that correct? I'm a former public school teacher. Yeah, she's and, okay. a teacher. Yeah. She's, she's I'm like, I'm not a student anymore. Put these guys <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. She's a teacher in the public school system for a long time, uh-huh. and uh, you saw a lot of things happening that you did not like. So talk about your history, and Kat, welcome to the show. Thank you. I want to... Kali. Kali like cauliflower. We can edit this. Yeah, so that's, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so I want to tell America that 
what you experienced when you were growing up in public schools and your experience, at, you know, in the 90s or the 80s, even the early 2000s, is no longer what our children are experiencing today. And I, I can't emphasize it enough how much of a emergency situation we have with our children right now. So, so what age group were you teaching? I taught middle school and high school in California for 15 years. Okay, and what Public subject school. was it again? English, English and all of the English learners and the low readers. Okay. Yeah. So I think, and then you can really speak to us too about what books and curriculum we're getting in. Because yes. as a teacher also, I really think that what you're reading is really how they're getting it in. They're pushing this curriculum in. Exactly. So they're being attacked on all angles. First, we have the critical race theory, which I'm sure you've heard about and the mainstream media has lied about, saying that it's not in our K-12 schools. Well, I'm here to tell you as a middle school and high school teacher that it absolutely is, and I have seen the lessons. They gave the students a privilege quiz on day five in a required class where they were supposed to rank their privilege against each other. They taught kids about the actual theory of critical race theory. They learned the definition, and they learned to analyze school policy through critical race theory. They taught the students about intersectionality, which is basically counting your oppressions. So if you are a white male Christian, you have no oppression. If you are a black female lesbian, you have three forms of oppression. They had kids literally rank their own oppression in a class, a required class in my district. And how do you think, oh, I'm sorry. How do you think that affects those children, though? Because now they think, you know, as anytime you give that to them, are you better than them? Are you better? So what was your thought of how that? I am seeing students either become radicalized or hardened. There's no in-between. So either a student becomes hardened and they're over this stuff, and so they, it, it can even produce racism. Like, for example, in my district, it was majority Hispanic kids, and they pushed so much black history, Black Lives Matter, um, more so than their own culture, that we experienced more racism, an uptick of racism in our district because of all of, exactly. Or it's making them very radical. So we have a lot of kids that identify as activists now, leftist activists because of these curriculums. So recently I work with um, underprivileged middle school kids, fifth and sixth grade, and we were taking care of, it was in a social system at church, and um, I had a child tell me, they were talking, they were being misbehaving in class, and I said, you need to stop talking. He loudly in front of everyone and said, it's because I'm black and you're white. Absolutely. And so I feel like that is leading into that even We're more. We're victimhood. Yes. That's no, exactly and the I said, intention no, of it. No, it's because That's you're talking. Yes. And then, then that leads them to grow up and say, hey, we were there for you as a kid. We're the government. We're here to put the blanket around you. But it's really just a straitjacket. It's right. very toxic for our students, and it I is. do see the victim mentality. They don't want to take responsibility for their own actions, and that is one of the most, you can crutch a, you can crutch a child by doing that. So I know you have a fix. So yes. we can talk about the problem, but we always like to have a solution. Before we get into the solution, when this stuff was coming across your desk, when was too much? When was it enough? Uh, right, when I, right when I first saw it, I actually wasn't exposed to it until I we, we shut down in California. So because of the shutdown, I was able to see the lessons that other teachers were teaching in the classroom oh because we shared the same platforms. So I had no, I didn't know how bad it was until I was able to see what lessons were being taught by other teachers. Because normally the doors are shut, parents are unaware of what's going on in the classroom, but with the pandemic, there was a blessing that came out of that. We were able to see, at least catch a glimpse of what's happening in the classroom, and I was able to do that. And I took a lot of screenshots and, and documented it all because it needs to be exposed, what's happening to our children. Where can people see all this? Did you put it out there? Yes, it's all on my social media, so you can find me on Instagram at Kali Fontania. 
And I also wrote a guide against critical race theory for the Blexit organization, which is Candace Owens' um, nonprofit organization. And you can go on her website. And on the critical race theory guide, there's all of the screenshots of what the lessons look like and what is being taught to our children. That's amazing. They have a booth here in the exhibitor hall. They do, yes. yes. <laughs> I saw somebody who looked like Candace. I'm like, why would Candace be sitting yeah. in the booth? But it wasn't her. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so once you, I think that's the big thing, making sure that parents have resources to know. More people are waking up more and more. We're hearing the stories, and it's nice to have the documentation, and not just that, a fix for it. Yes. A band, you know, we can take it out, but we need to be able to address it and say, okay, you've heard this, what can we do to fix it? So tell us a little more well, about that. Well, there's three things you can do. First, if you can't pull your kids from public schools, speak up, you know, um, they are really trying to demonize parents who are speaking up at, at board meetings. Don't let them scare you or intimidate you. We need to have more parent voices speaking up and saying we want this out of our schools because that is effective. But that doesn't necessarily prevent a teacher from doing it behind closed doors, but it does show that we are watching. So one, speak up. The second and, and the most important thing that you could do if you can afford it is pull your kids from public schools. I think it's worth the sacrifice our schools have, I just touched on one angle, critical race theory, but our kids are being attacked on so many angles. Our schools are unsafe. We are, kids are bringing weapons to school. I've seen them myself. They're not being punished for it. They're also, um, all of the hypersexualization of our children, which has really got, gotten out of hand, I mean out of hand. And so I think the best thing you can do is pull your kids from public schools. And that's why I decided to open up my own online K-12 fully accredited um, academy for Wow. Kids that parents that want to pull their kids from public schools but don't necessarily want to be the ones to teach their kids because not all parents are gifted in homeschooling nor have the patience. So we yeah. are there for them to What's be a, a school for them. What's it called? It's called Exodus Institute, and you can find information at thinkexodus.org. Thinkexodus.org, everybody. We're going to put the links on thebuffshow.com. Thinkexodus.org. I'm going to write that down because. We just had Dr. Ben Carson on talking about the Little Patriots, and we just had somebody else. <coughs> we're talking about how different school uh, homeschool is from the '80s and '90s. Yes. Where that was more sheltering. Yes. Now there is so many great cur curriculums out there, and Rebecca, we just found another one. Yep. So right, tell us all about Think Exodus. Tell us about it. Yes, it is a fully accredited online academy for K through 12, nationally accredited, actually, and we're also accredited in 80 foreign countries so if you are in Australia or you're in Canada you can also come to our school and then we have two programs we have a full program for parents that don't want to be they just want to be you know on the sidelines of an education they don't necessarily want to be the teachers just guide their students through it but then we also have a program for parents that are already homeschooling and they want to have do their own curriculum like let's say they want to do Ben Carson's curriculum but we also have curriculum they can use with us that's a supplemental program, wow. and that's very, very, that's very low cost, and they can get lessons that actually undo the indoctrination that kids are getting in public high schools. Because we need to not only make sure we're sheltering our children from these divisive doctrines, we also need to make sure we are immunizing them and showing them that this stuff is wrong because they are our future. And can I just not say with that's the COVID vaccine? Yes, yes. not with the immunize, immunize them with truth. That's a, immunize them with truth. No shots. Yeah, no shots. Truth. Faith. Yeah, exactly. No shots. Truth. And I think that's so important. Yes. An idea, an idea for me. Yes. Not, not shots, just truth. I think, and also I love how you're saying that it's so important to get them. Um, tell them, okay, here's what they're saying. And here's Absolutely. why it's wrong. That's our goal. The comparison Absolutely. between the right and wrong for those Absolutely. upper students. 
So, so how long has Think Exit has been out there on the market? We launched in May. Wow. So wow. it has been a lot of work. Ground floor yeah, people. exactly. But we launched with God's blessing. We've been able to do a lot in a year to do this. My husband and I cashed out our California retirement, which we don't trust anyways. Yeah. So we Thanks, cashed Biden. it out. Yeah, we cashed it out to open up this school. We put all our faith and energy into wow, it. Amazing. And we already have around 200 parents interested in joining. And right now we're actually doing a sale of 50% off to the first 200 parents that signed up. Promo code buff. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, that's good. 50% off if they sign up now. We're about to start school, so now's the time. Exactly, exactly. And we do have a generous endowment helping with the cost of parents that are the, the first 200 that come in. So you got backing on this, too. Yes, we do. So mm -hmm. this is the real deal. So they log in, right? This is all online, and, and they network with other participants? Absolutely, yes. Okay, talk yes. about that aspect. So um, it, is, it is an online school, but most of the assignments are completed offline. So they go in, and they get their... As instruction from a, a fully accredited teacher, and then they complete their assignments offline. And so it's not just sitting on a camera. So they have to sitting, go to the museum. They have to. Yeah, exactly. They have. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's okay. not just sitting on a computer screen all day. A lot of teachers, a lot of parents think that's what it is. No, it's it's. They get exactly. their instruction, and then they get off. And then also, I just want to remind parents that you know kids are looking at screens anyways. You might as well make sure that it's something that is going to actually feed them instead of take from them. Yes, yes. And, I, yes. and I would like to say, too, I know a lot of parents, I come from the big homeschool community here, um, you could also use that as your pod schools. It's really important to encourage parents to get with other parents and work together. Use that same curriculum, that online, if you're wanting them to have interaction. So it sounds like you have the flexibility that a lot of parents are looking for. Absolutely. Encourage that own personal interaction with them, too. So if a parent has to work, you know, let's say they can't be home and they get together in a homeschool group, they can hire someone who's a babysitter, not even a fully accredited teacher, but someone who's a good babysitter yeah. to watch eight, nine kids and monitor them, like a tutor, to monitor them while they're on our website, Exodus Institute, and completing their assignments, and they can work with each other, and that is um, that is the future, I think, right now. For How many years were you a teacher? Fifteen years. Fifteen yes. years. And I have and this two credentials a... and a master's in education. That's amazing. Yeah. So this was your love. This is this your is passion. I should still be in the classroom, actually. Um, everything that happened this last two years, I was fully accredited. I mean, I was full uh, tenured teacher in California. I loved my job, but things went so crazy this last two years. But now I see why I am where I am right now. Well, can you go on Think Exodus and do like uh, discussions and, and videos? Is that what, is that what you're going to do? Oh, myself? Yeah, yes. yourself. Some of the that lessons. way you can still kind exactly. of do it? No. That's what I'm saying. Our supplemental yeah. program is all taught by my husband and I. Wow. Yes. That is so fun. So you still get to teach. Absolutely. But now you feel good about it. Uh -huh. And when you go up to the pearly gates, you can say, hey, look, I did yeah, the right I did teaching. The right thing, yes. I didn't teach kids to hate each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very good. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, Kaylee. It's I'm been a, be an amazing experience with you. We're going to put Think Exodus links on thebuffshow.com. You should create promo links, too. That way, uh, Moms from America and everybody can share it as well. Thank you. I will. Thank That's you. A great I'm idea. learning along with everybody else. So. <laughs> See, we're all helping each other yeah. here. <laughs> all right. We'll be back on The Buff Show. You guys stay with us. A lot more to come. A boring website can make your company look really bad. <laughs> Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. No need to go with those national companies that only care about you on the first 
call. JJC Marketing is located right here in Sanford, and the goal is to help businesses like yours succeed. Get better results. Call 321-765-7710 or visit them at jjcmarketingsolutions.com. I'm somebody now! JJC Marketing Solutions. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. You heard about the simple math with the solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us on this Thirsty Thursday. Absolutely. Hope you're having a good week so far, despite all the crap going on out there. And let's go to Chris Orr from Satellite Phone Store. Great sponsor of the Matt Buff Show. And everybody check out SAT123.com. Mention the show. And uh, great savings going on. Chris back in the briefing room today where he actually has answers. We played Chris. About 15 minutes of Jean-Pierre, the White House uh, propaganda minister, saying, I don't know or don't have any information on that, 20 minutes in a row. So thank you for being one that has information. (laughs) Yes, the uh, FBI is at your house right now, Matt. You probably should get home. (laughs) Well, if it's not the FBI, it's going to be the DOJ or maybe one of those new army of IRS agents that are in the job description told, be ready to be armed and possibly use deadly force. And it's like deadly force, you know, I mean, it's, uh, are, you know, federal taxes, even constitutional. I mean, I don't know, but like, really, we need guns now, you know, to go. It's just, I don't know. Where does it end, Matt? It's pretty scary. Well, what we know they're going to be doing is data mining, but yeah, I love how you went to the root of the problem. Are federal taxes even constitutional? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a question. A lot of people believe taxation is theft, Chris. Well, you know, I mean, I, I came from England and, uh, you know, when it comes to England and America and taxes, I think there's a history there. And, so, <laughs> you know, the very system that uh, we, we fought the War of Independence over is now apparently, um, you know, back in vogue. Uh, but it doesn't make any sense to me. 
No, not to me either. You're exactly right. Now, let's talk about security real quick with Satellite Phone Store because a lot of these jobs that are being created, the ten, the 87,000 IRS jobs, they're going to be charged with data mining and things like that too. They're going to be really working hard to get info on everyone. How can Satellite Phone Store help protect somebody's privacy? Well, you know, the uh, regular cell phone networks are, are, are monitored and regulated and uh, censored now, as we know from the uh, FCC decision in 2018 that uh, turned uh, text messages, the ones that you and I send each other, our friends, our family, uh, those are no longer communication uh, messages. Those are information messages, and therefore they can be censored um, and they can be blocked. And just for say, using a certain keyword, you can be uh, removed from your cell phone account and banned from a network, and there's nothing you can do about it. And and to me, that's just the beginning. Uh, you know, when government gets a, a new power, they tend to uh, to grow it, not shrink it. Sadly, um, that's just kind of what they do. And so, uh, with uh, satellite phones, you do not have these issues at the moment. Uh, so like anything could change, but right now your messages are not being censored. People are not being kicked off satellite networks for using certain keywords. You can't be tracked to with any, within any usable distance. Uh, 50 square miles is the closest you can be tracked to. Um, whereas with your cell phone, you can be tracked to within a couple of feet. Um, and uh, there's no cameras watching you or, you know, microphones listening to you. So it's a very different experience. It's much more private, much more secure and much more constitutional, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much more constitutional. Oh, yeah. What is the privacy of the Fifth Amendment? I mean, that's good. And uh, I tell you what, with Satellite Phone Store, you can actually save now inventory coming back. And there's a lot of good options available. And this is something you have to do for privacy. But also, we have the grid problem in Texas. We have the grid around the country. And we have a lot of issues where people are just trying to go and be away from the government, homeschooling, right? And just get off the grid as much as possible. So yeah. Satellite Phone Store can help them keep service going too, no matter where that's, they are. Yeah, that's correct. You know, your cell phone relies on cell phone towers to, to communicate. If those towers go out, your phone doesn't work, you know? So uh, the satellite phones and, and things like the Bivy that use the satellite networks, they communicate directly with the satellites in the sky. There's no middleman, you know, cell tower. And so that's the reason that they work uh, in the middle of the desert, the middle of the ocean or the middle of Denver, unlike my other AT&T cell phone, which doesn't seem to do that well down there. So these things work anywhere on earth. And anyone, any of the brave men and women who who've uh, served in, in our military, I will tell you, this is how the U.S. government conducts um, operations in a theater of war. And it's also how they keep in touch with their families back home. Uh, the satellite phones. So um, th these things uh, are not only reliable, but because the U.S. government relies on them for military operations, apart from anything else, uh, these things ain't going down anytime soon. These, this would be the last network to go down, you know. So if that goes down, then, uh, you know, we have a bunch of bigger problems, Matt. <laughs> well, absolutely, we do. Russia and China are some other bigger problems too. Uh, the planes are circling <laughs> Taiwan. The, the, I guess there's still an invasion in Ukraine that nobody really talks about it anymore. Yeah. And, that was uh, last year's news, mate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's old news good. now. Now we got yeah. the inflation reduction act, spend money to stop inflation. That, that's oxymoron. <laughs> We're going to spend our way into savings. 
<laughs> the more you spend, the more you save, right? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work that way, uh, Joe Biden. But he did say there's 0% inflation. Uh, that's that's news to the people that read the report that there's 8.5% inflation. But that, <laughs> well, like speaking from the from the White House briefing room, Matt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right now, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, inflation's everywhere, you know. I mean, you can people say whatever they want about it, but you and I know that when we go to the gas pump or when we go to the store, I mean, we're paying more, not less. Yes, we are, we are paying more, and uh, that's the that's the point. We need to save money on our communications, and you can do that with satellite phones for too. But one thing China and uh, Russia do is they attack the networks. We saw with the gas station going down, they attack the networks. The war that might that probably is coming won't be exactly fist on fist or gun versus gun. It starts with the hacking of the networks and they'd love nothing more to do than attack the grids and cell phone towers. And that's where we can help prepare for situations that like we saw in North Carolina that already happened. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. And look, I mean, the utilities tell us that they've been under attack for some time, not just cyber attacks, but they're seeing drones, you know, fly around some of their, you know, uh, the transformers and their substations, they don't know what they are. They don't know who's flying them. Uh, you know, these, these, these facilities in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's not a couple of kids from down the street. You know, this is, this is planned. I don't know. It's, uh, it's certainly scary, but look, I mean, you know, the grid is, is extremely vulnerable. Um, and anyone in cybersecurity will tell you that that is a known situation, um, but like, what can we do about it? We have a centralized grid. We need a decentralized grid. Like we need a decentralized internet because anything that has a single point of failure will fail and will be attacked. That's why I changed the name to social media, to socialist media. It's socialist <laughs> media when it comes to Facebook, Twitter, and some others. And they want to silence you and you can keep your communications alive with SAT123.com. Before we go, Chris, any other major specials going on right now at the website? Well, look, I mean, with the Bivy, you know, for under 75 bucks a month, you're getting Galileo, you're getting the device, you're getting unlimited text messages. That's the deal, you know, and everyone, everyone can afford that. We're looking at uh, around two bucks a day, right? Way less than my coffee, right? My daily coffee at six ninety nine now, right? Thanks yeah. to thanks to 0% inflation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like two bucks a day for... It is it is life insurance that can save your life, Matt. And uh, so check the bivy out. You know, we have the satellite phones, but like 75, 100 bucks a month. That's all you're looking at to save your life before it ends, not get a check after it's over. Yeah, you're exactly 100% right. A place where you can actually save money and get better service. Who thought those days were still here? Everybody check out SAT123.com. Links on thebuffshow.com. And check out this awesome ad right now from Satellite Phone Store. Hey, Matt Buff from The Buff Show. I love being in the middle of nowhere with the family. Problem is, I can't get any service out here. I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out. Satellitephonestore.com.
Oh, look at this. Very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. All right, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps too. Hey, what's this bivy stick? The new Bivy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use radium global satellite communications and tracking device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams. About half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this, one to three days delivery. Very cool. Call 941-841-0844. I will do that. 941-841-0844. Visit SatellitePhoneStore.com for special offer. Or you can visit SAT1234.com and mention The Buff Show. 941-841-0844. Veritas Tactical. Tactical, a family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson, and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Sarah Coding Services, Laser engraving and more mention the buff show and get a 25 dollars discount on courses you'll find veritas tactical at 207 north goldenrod road suite 200 in orlando contact veritas tactical 407-309-3000 and at veritas tactical.com veritas tactical Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you guys rolling along with us on this Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, almost time for a drink, y'all. With the nation going the way it is, the new IRS agents are going to be coming for your wallets very soon because, you know, they're armed. They got And it says in the application they got to be ready to, to, to take a life. To take a life. And uh, it's going to be one of the biggest union messes in American history and Freedom Foundation put out a statement about it. We're going to go over that and meet somebody brand new. So let's jump right into Freedom Foundation Thursday. The Freedom Foundation is not your average think tank. The Freedom Foundation is a battle tank. Our job is to defend the rights of public employees against the nation's biggest bullies, government unions. Government unions are the single largest funder of the radical left in America. They take money directly out of the pockets of hardworking teachers and other public employees to impose their extremist agenda, which now includes closing our schools, defunding the police, and promoting racism through the teaching of critical race theory. The Freedom Foundation is here to stop all that by helping tens of thousands of public employees leave their unions in Oregon and throughout the country. We're liberating people to put their money back in their pockets and out of the union's radical political agenda. Thank you for standing with us in the biggest battle that we face as freedom fighters. Ashley Varner, back on the show with me. Ashley, good to see you. Three weeks in a row, Matt. I'm so lucky. I know this is turning into a regular thing. It's awesome. 
our uh, our uh, talk we had at ZPAC was well received. That was good. I hope you guys had a good time. We had an excellent time. I know we're going to get into this, but we just got off the heels of a great conference, patriotic speeches. Then we come home, get off the plane, and then the news of the week happens. Then it's liberal nut job town again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, our intro there is not, you know, people are still trying to defund the police and keep kids out of school. I mean, for crying out loud, it's just remarkable. That was made a couple of years ago. And here we have some of the same problems in our schools and, and in our teaching and in all the, uh, just with everything with the police and everything, even though some places are like, maybe we should refund the police. But, you know, some of those problems are still happening. You know, Matt, I, I live in the Washington, D.C. area. If you have uh, fans of the hang Hunger Games in, in your audience, I really do feel like I live in the capital of the Hunger Games because the policies that our leaders uh, enforce, try to implement around the country, they are so far removed from the consequences of their actions. They are so just out of touch with the American people and what they're defunding the police, what they're keeping the schools closed has done to families across this country. And it's really infuriating to see. It's really horrific. If you're in uh, the capital, Florida, we're District 1. Called it. Okay. <laughs> All right, good deal. And you have a new person to introduce us to. We do, yes. We have a brand new communication specialist. Her name is Charlie Brown, and she is the newest member of our media and marketing team, and we're so happy to have her. Charlie, welcome to The Pop Show. Thank you. I'm loving this music also. This is I great. know you've heard the I, I I'm like, what can I do that she hasn't heard before? I know this isn't something new, but we had to play the Peanuts theme song to introduce Charlie Brown. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> so like unions with the football, they keep yanking it out from under you guys and all the, your clients. And finally, you guys get a field goal when you get somebody off the union. So you take the football back. And how about that metaphor for Charlie Brown? It's great. <laughs> Love the metaphor, Matt. And you know, we're, we we realize that the unions are Lucy with the football. Uh, we have learned that what we do is we help, instead of giving your uh, political candidate of choice $100, wouldn't you rather take $1,000 out of their opponent's campaign coffers? And that's essentially what the Freedom Foundation does when we help um, a public employee union leave the union, stop paying dues. That's an average of $1,000 a year that's no longer going to fund these leftist politics. Yeah, that's right. And it goes a long way with, well, according to Biden, inflation's at zero, zero percent. Yeah, right. <laughs> zero percent, you can put down the pen. You don't need to sign the Inflation Reduction Act into law because there is no inflation. And there's no uh, Inflation Reduction Act that would reduce inflation anyway, so don't vote for it tomorrow, Democrats, but they don't listen to us. Charlie, you did some work at CPAC for Freedom Foundation. They thrust you right into the scene, didn't they? Right they in, did. the, <laughs> in the belly of the belly of the beast. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was my first CPAC, so it was a lot of fun. I uh, got thrown right into it. We did Woman on the Street. It was great. We even did an interview with Mike Lindell. That was fun. That was really interesting. Um, he had a lot to say about teachers unions. He's very mad at them, and he does not like what they're doing, and he thinks that what they're doing in schools is absolutely disgusting. 
You know, uh, Mike Lindell, good friend of the show, Charlie. And if you use promo code BUFF, B-U-F-F, you actually save up to 60, 66% on my pillow. And Ashley, we all need the new My Coffee because it's time to wake up, America. Well, it's time to wake up, but I tell you what, I didn't need coffee this morning just turning on the news and all of the bad news that just got me fired up. But yes, I, I've seen the My Coffee commercials. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's, it's uh, apparently going to be the best coffee in the world, Charlie. The, the Literally the best coffee in the world. I feel like I have to try it to believe it, but I mean, 30, he's a great seller. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, big seller, and about 30 uh, Colombians died to make this coffee, so it's actually quite remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the cartel, not. <laughs> the cartel got him. <laughs> That's a southern border joke, but you know, it's so bad you can't even joke about it anymore. So, Charlie, what did you do at CPAC when you said woman on the street? You went out, you, you interviewed Mike Lindell, and then you... Would you talk to some constituents there? Yeah, we talked to a lot of people from the Dallas, Texas area. Uh, a really interesting thing was hearing people's responses about what they think um, are the biggest funders of the left. And a lot of them said George Soros. Bill Gates was a big one. So they were like really surprised when I told them it was public sector unions. Um, another interesting response was we asked what they would do with an extra $80 a month. And um, everybody, of course, because of inflation, said gas. And I was explaining to them how much money these teachers, for example, give every year, $1,300. And they were thoroughly surprised. It was interesting. A lot of people had knew a lot about teachers unions, but they didn't understand that their taxpayer dollars are funding the left. So what did they say when you told them that? Because, I mean, that's part of a big part of FreedomFoundation.com is education educating people on this. So I'm sure you had plenty of resources and materials. Yeah. I mean, a big thing that I tried to explain to them is to go to our website, freedomfoundation.com, as well as I was just trying to describe to them how even if you do, let's say you go on a, you vote for somebody on a school board, you're only helping change the classroom so much by helping people stop paying union dues, you're actually taking the money away from those teachers unions, which are funding things that are progressive in the classroom. So they're really surprised. It was awesome to hear people's responses. A lot of people were definitely surprised that public sector unions were the biggest funders of the left. Yeah, I, I imagine that'd be the biggest surprise. Do, um, do you Are you in the swamp with Ashley or where are you located? No, I'm actually uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. So I don't like, I'm about an hour from Cleveland. I'm really good friends with Lauren Bowen. So that's how I ended up at the Freedom Foundation. Okay, very good. So she recruited you in there. She did. Yeah. I, I was just coming off a campaign in Ohio. I was working on a Senate race as a press secretary, and uh, Lauren's a really good friend. And she told me about the Freedom Foundation. So it's great to be working with a great friend and somebody like Ashley. I love it. I'm learning so much every day. I love it. Lauren might be the greatest person in Ohio, Ashley. She's certainly the sweetest, I think. We, she we is. <laughs> she yeah, really we is. love her too on the Buff Show. We do. So everybody check out freedomfoundation.com and click on staff slash staff. And you can see all the people that we've been have, had on the show before too. And then the buffshow.com slash freedomfoundation. All those great interviews we do every week are in one place for you. And you can see Lauren on there. Um, did Lauren make it down to Dallas, Ashley? I don't know if Ashley is frozen. I'm here oh, now. She is. <laughs> Yikes. I thought we scared you away with the uh, 
you know. Oh, you know, you can't scare me away, Matt. <laughs> but um, was Lauren down there with you in um, Dallas? She was. We got to spend some good time with her. We had a whole team of people. Uh, Lauren was there and some people you haven't met yet who I hope to get on the show in coming months. Yeah, very good. And um, Charlie, you came in at the right time because this is the most pro-union regime in American history. Yeah, it really is. Um, I really love that we're doing a national expansion and we're going into different states. And I know we've had a presence in Ohio, so it's great to be part of like the ground up of like the national expansion. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be, you're going to get a lot of great work done. You're going to meet some people that are very happy. It's, it's just amazing. And you're going to meet some crazies too. Now, uh, Ashley, you guys put out a, a letter, which I had pulled up and now it's gone. But it says Freedom Foundation statement on 87,000 new IRS agents. At, at the beginning of the segment, I mentioned how on the application they say be sure to uh, you're going to be armed and be ready to use um, deadly force if needs be. They're coming for everyone. They're not. The math doesn't work on um, just the 700 billionaires in America. When you you don't need 87,000 to do that. They're building an army here. And I really like the statement you guys put out. We're going to put this on the buffshow.com. But in a nutshell, the IRS proved itself blatantly political more than a decade ago after Lois Lerner shredded any question of uh, objectivity when she was caught harassing and discriminating against organizations that included in their names the words patriot, constitution, freedom, or liberty. Now, this will be 100% worse, Ashley Varner. It's a complete power grab. It's a it's a consolidation of power and money in order to keep that power. When you have government employee unions, who we've already established are the biggest funders of radical leftist politics in this country, we're going to double the number of agents in the federal bureaucracy of the IRS. Uh, those are most likely because they get to choose who they're going to hire. They're betting that most of those new 87,000 agents are going to become union members and they are going to pay dues to the IRS employee union. The IRS employee union has been found by the Americans for Tax Reform to give 100% of its PAC dollars to, uh, to Democrats. Um, at, the, at the federal level for their federal uh, candidates, they've given 100% to Democrats. It's something like 99% um, in the 2022 election cycle. And over the course of the last decade, the IRS employee union has given more than $600,000 to Democrat committees. Now, we understand that uh, public employee unions get their money and power by increasing the size of government, which they're doing, but then using the dues dollars they extract from taxpayer funded paychecks to then buy the politicians who are going to continue to increase the size of government, continue to give them more power. So it's a cycle of corruption that we at the Freedom Foundation talk about every day, Matt. But this 87,000 expansion is just absolutely outrageous. No one has been asking for this. We've been asking for lower gas prices. We've been asking for where's the baby formula. We've been asking for all kinds of things. We've been asking where's the money in Ukraine going. Nobody has been asking for 87,000 new IRS agents. And when you think about the, the blatantly political actions we've already seen from IRS and Lois Lerner over a decade ago now, what's going to happen when we double the size of the agency? And like you said, there are only 700 billionaires in the country. They don't need that many new IRS agents. 
unless they're going to continue to politicize the IRS to go after the people they deem their political opponents. And guess what? It's the people with uh, constitution and patriot and freedom and liberty in their organization names or to those organizations they give their money to. And the IRS is going to know exactly who that is because we have to tell them in our IRS documents. Yeah, so there it goes. Absolutely. That's the point right there. And Charlie, the communications that you have to do is going to be on another level because these IRS agents are coming after everyone, especially their political enemies. And that includes Freedom Foundation. They're coming after you guys. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, for example, Lois Lerner was caught a couple, maybe a decade ago or a while ago, harassing people with company names with the name Patriot Freedom. I mean, we're Freedom Foundation. It's pretty scary what's happening right now. They're coming, Ashley. They're coming for you. They're coming for me. And I want to put this in perspective, Matt. I looked up the uh, stadiums in Florida. So the Florida Gators hold 88,000 capacity in the stadium. The Seminoles hold 79,000. The Jaguars hold 67,800. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 65,000. And the Miami Dolphins hold under 65,000 people. We're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to look into our tax records and make sure we've paid them every single cent they think they are owed. And that is more than most of the football stadiums in this country. Excellent point. And the Jags will never fill that stadium. <laughs> never could do it. Not, not what did you say, 67,000 for the Jags? No. Nope. Yeah. Cut that in half. That's your Jags fans. But the IRS agents that could fill up Tampa Stadium that you mentioned there, mm -hmm. the, if, if you really were, because they lied about this. This is a lie. When uh, the spokesperson, the, the propaganda minister for the White House, Jean-Pierre, when she said that these agents are just for the billionaires and corporations, the math doesn't work. You, if, if that was the case, you would need 10. 10. The ones you already got are doing a pretty good job of going after people. And they said that this won't affect anyone else making under 400000 That's not true. But one thing that is true, if a business is making over $400,000, they are going to come after you. And there's just there's so many lies. We don't know the full extent of what these warriors are going to be doing, especially since they have to be armed. We, uh, we had Corey Mills ask, last night on the show where they uh, required in this bill 600 million bullets for the IRS. I mean, it's just, I know that's what I did, Charlie. I made that face crazy. I mean, the one thing I thought was pretty crazy was um, everything that includes climate change. I mean, Randy Weigard was praising the fact of what the Inflation Reduction Act has for climate change. What does that have to do with what we need solved right now? <laughs> Yeah, the weather. Like Biden said, Charlie, the uh, we can't control the weather yet. Like you're never going to be able to control the weather. <laughs> but there, you remember Solyndra back about when Lois Lerner was coming after everybody. They did a similar deal where they gave money. Basically, it's a slush fund. Actually, yeah. it's a slush fund for people that want to green do green crap. And you're going to get a lot more bankruptcies, and you never get the money back. And all it does is put the country more in trouble. This bill will make inflation worse. And on the backs of the taxpayers who are already trying to figure out, can I put a full tank of gas in this week or do I just need to put in a half a tank of gas? And that's why gas prices have gone down, by the way, just because of the demand 
<laughs> is not there anymore. People figure out other ways to get around instead of driving their cars. It's just, it's a really sad state of affairs, but we need groups like the Freedom Foundation to get the job done and defund these unions from the government. I mean, it's the biggest slush fund we've ever seen. It's unreal. Last thoughts, uh, each, uh, each of you, last thoughts. Charlie, what's your next mission? Oh, my next mission right now, I am uh, just getting getting interested and in learning everything that we're doing right now. I'm uh, getting thrown into it. Um, I'm working a lot with uh, our social media platforms, so it's been really fun. You don't have to answer this, but it's a personal question for you. Are, are you married? No, I am not married. Okay, <laughs> so single. your name won't always be Charlie Brown. <laughs> Enjoy it while we can. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll, meet, I'll marry somebody who's named Brown. <laughs> that would be messed up. <laughs> You're going to marry a guy with a French last name or something like Charlie Brown Theodopoulos. <laughs> Ashley Varner, always great to talk to you as well. Um, very good segment today. We're going to post this everywhere in the buffshow.com. And uh, I tell you what, guys, just uh, we got a mountain of work to do, right, Ashley? We got a lot to do, but thankfully they always give us something to talk about because the unions are always putting their foot in their mouth. We could spend 17 hours on Randy Weingarten's speeches alone. She's the gift that keeps on giving. She is, but not to our kids. Those aren't gifts. That's not good. <laughs> That's not a gift. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, ladies, both for joining us on the show. Thanks so much, Matt. Thank you. All right, everybody check out freedomfoundation.com. That's the website. We'll see you next time on The Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there.